Carpenter, or Bailey's Double Garage Door. It's the place you want to be, and it's free. So, where to? Well, on Friday, it was Kramer from Seinfeld. On Monday, it was Woody from Cheers. Uh, you know, sometimes there is so much crazy stuff in the news, you just got to find a way to laugh at it all, don't you? Hey, Aaron Flint here with Montana Talks. Yeah, we cover a lot of ground on this show, cover a lot of different topics. But here's the deal. If there's something we should be talking about that we're not talking about, well, then you should call into the show or send us a message on our Montana Talks app. Montana Talks, the show where you get to talk. Follow in this man's baby steps, and you too can give your debt free scream. Dave Ramsey, each weeknight starting at 9 on News Talk 103.3 and AM 970. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Uh, you know, John Jackson, you mentioned uh, the uh, train derailment and the environmental disaster in East Palestine, Ohio. You know, but but, but Biden's EPA administrator says, no, the, the water's fine. John, the, the water's fine. Just drink the water. Uh, Aaron Brockovich, I, I mentioned the environmental activist Aaron Brockovich. She's one of those rare environmental activists that actually cares about the environment. The rest of them just want to make money shutting down America. But uh, she made a good point. She said, look, when it comes to the water uh, concerns in East Palestine, Ohio, she says, yeah, you might test the groundwater right now and it might be fine. But it might take a little while for that wa- for, for those chemicals to truly seep into where the groundwater's at. That's why they have got to stay on top of this and some Somebody's got to continue advocating for the people like President Donald Trump did, like uh, Senator J.D. Vance out of Ohio is doing uh, right now. Uh, Tim and Billings had a great message on this topic yesterday. He messaged us on the Montana Talks app, and I forgot to share it yesterday because I just started by the time we hit the nine o'clock hours, just buried in uh, phone calls and messages and more. But anyway, he said this. Aaron, less than a month ago, we couldn't listen to the radio for five minutes without hearing a commercial regarding the Camp Lejeune water and people suing the government. In 40 to 60 years, our kids and grandkids will be hearing, did you drink water in the, did you drink water in the Ohio River Valley after 2022? You may be entitled to compensation. Oh, yeah. Really good point. Yeah. And that stuff has been going on forever. What do they do just like with the vax? Just like what was that um – uh, the original birth control they were giving women back in the 50s that, that caused the horrible uh, birth defects and everything. They, they'll give this stuff to you, but you signed away and you were told in, in all the uh, side effects, well, you know, this could happen to you. So when it actually does happen to you, then they go, oops, sorry, gee whiz, uh, you know, you can file a claim here and blah, blah, blah. Same thing with this radical transgender agenda. Oh, did we sterilize you as a child? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, did we did we cause osteoporosis? Oh. Oh, oh, whoops. They actually know the dangers of these drugs they're giving in the name of this radical transgender agenda, and yet they're pushing them anyway. I, on Ohio, I want, I've been saying this for a week. I want Walter White from Breaking Bad to come out and tell me what's actually going on. They grab a guy from the chemistry department from, from one of these universities, have him go out there, totally unbiased guy, tell us what those chemicals are, what happens when they burn, 
Boom, I'll believe that guy. So I've had a couple of listeners ask a really good question. Why is the Department of Energy switching tracks now to COVID-19 and, and the big story we talked about yesterday? So, But a couple, couple of our Montana Talks listeners have asked this question. Why is the Department of Energy releasing this classified report? on uh, the origins of COVID-19 coming from the lab in China. Why isn't it the CDC? Why isn't it DPHHS? Now, of course, my response is, well, because the CDC under Fauci is responsible for it. He signed off on the gain of function, so of course they're not going to tell you the truth. And when it comes to health and human services, oh, you think Rear Admiral Rachel <laughs> Levine is going to give you the truth? He wouldn't even be in that job if it wasn't for the communist Chinese. What, you said he? Did you, did you say he just I just misgendered <laughs> the admiral. I just misgendered the admiral. Well, yeah, everybody said that over the weekend. It's like, wait, wait, wait. Department of Energy? And then what's hidden in all this stuff is it's said with low confidence. All right? Everybody's like, why? Why did this happen now? And I'm telling you, Aaron, right now, it's not a mistake. It's not by accident. This this administration leaks for its own benefit. And you know what, what this is? This is a shot across the bow against China. Because China is now cozying up to Russia, threatening to side with them in the Ukraine thing, threatening to give them weapons. And this is the Biden regime throwing a shot across their bow saying, don't do this or it'll go to medium or high confidence next and we'll out the whole thing. Oh, interesting. See, I... I, I, I kind of uh, tend to lean towards what, what Tim and Billings had to say about it yesterday, where he says that that you know it must be these deep state. Some of these folks inside the Department of Energy, they, you know, like like any government agency, there's true patriots that are that are still working in some of these agencies that have had to you know plug their nose and keep putting one foot in front of the other to try to serve their country in the midst of all this chaos, and that, that the Department of Energy somehow got embarrassed into releasing this report because. Because of the fact that look at how embarrassing the Department of Energy has been under uh, under Joe Biden. I mean, Sam Britton, the uh, the klepto tranny who was stealing women's luggage at the uh, at the luggage uh, claim. You know what I'm saying at the airports? Well, see, this is so explosive, and so it's also a classified report. That I tell you something, Aaron. Like, say, if this was my agency, and you had decided you were going to be a you know big quotes patriot and leak this on your own, they would take every single person that ever had access to that, that ever accessed it on their computer in the office, they would be dragging you in for interviews and polygraphs, and they would find you and fire your behind. <laughs> That's right. All right, let's sneak in a caller before we get to our next break here, 294-0970. What do you want to talk about? Phone lines are open. Steve in Ballantyne, uh, first up. What's going on, Steve? Morning, Aaron. Okay. You know, we got a president that when he was campaigning, he goes, you guys don't basically be good. We're going to put you all back in chains, right? Well, they just played a, a, you know, on the news break something about this college forgiveness thing, and he has to throw the word black into that little phrase that he was just talking about to do with the college forgiveness loan. You know, they play that race card so hard all the time. But the question I've got is, remember about a year, well, it's probably been two years ago, during the COVID lockdown, remember, if you were a farmer that wasn't white, we were going to give you $100,000. Oh, yeah. And you don't have to worry about paying it back. Farm if forgiveness. you're white, you don't get it. Yep. 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 So now, did that ever go through? Did they oh, actually yeah. follow through with that? Yeah, it went through. In fact, I heard from a guy up in... 
online at MontanaMedicalAesthetics.com. Montana Medical Aesthetics Clinic. Your journey to healthy skin starts here. This is where Montana talks. Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, we were talking about this uh, Sam Britton character who uh, apparently held a very, very uh, high uh, 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 classification. What am I thinking of? Government security clearance as like the nuclear energy, uh, nuclear waste official. Uh, one of the senior officials in the Department of Energy who was appointed by Joe Biden to the job because, see, you just got to check the woke check boxes and you get the job. This guy, he's uh, is Sam Britton. Britain was his name. He's now facing charges for stealing all the uh, the women's luggage. What did you say the mighty human Z calls him again, John Jackson? <laughs> Lipstick Lex Luthor. Lipstick Lex Luthor. Because <laughs> he's got this evil kind of look to him and a bald head and then the, the creeper stash going and, and wears women's dresses. And uh, yeah. can, can you imagine? I think he was one of the deputy chiefs of that agency. Can you I guarantee you he had a TSSCI clearance. Can you imagine? Had to have, yeah. the, kind of, the kind of stuff he had uh, access to? Oof. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. And and then and then you've got of course the energy secretary herself who I think is from the Human Z's uh, state of Michigan. She was cackling laughing. When she was asked, it was by, you know, Tom Kane from Bloomberg. He's the guy that wears the bow tie and the circular glasses. Nice guy. Uh, worked with him briefly uh, for Bloomberg TV and radio back in D.C. And, uh, yeah, hey, Secretary Granholm, what are you going to Now I sound more like a referee that lost his. Uh, <laughs> sorry, it's not working. Sorry, Tom Kane. It's a bad impression here. But he asked her about what are you going to do to lower uh, energy prices. And she cackled in his face and just laughed about it. What? So just an embarrassment to the Department of Energy. What is it with these female Democrats from Michigan? I mean, you, you got Whitmer and Granholm. I mean, it's like you're, you're watching truly the Wicked Witch from The Wizard of Oz. I'll get you my pretty your little <laughs> gas prices, too. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, my response was, uh, well, Trump's energy people figured out how to lower energy prices. How come you can't, uh, right? Uh, well, let's get back into the phone lines here. I do want to play a, a soundbite of a conversation that John Jackson and I, and I had back in 2021 one about this whole uh, COVID lab leak theory uh, from China, uh, just especially now that this DOE report came out. To me, it's even more interesting to just, hey, what did we talk about uh, a year and a half ago? And if you go and I think if we pulled up even more archives a year prior to that, we would have had similar conversations here. It's another one of these Rush Limbaugh see I told you so moments where we were right and the fake news media was wrong and they were pushing the communist Chinese narrative uh, the entire time. Uh, all right. Into the phone lines we go. Francis in Big Fork. Great to hear from you. Oh, thank you. Um, well, I was just thinking when I was hearing about Kester. And you know how communist he has changed too, and we got to start raising money for whoever's going to run against him. Because I heard he had three million dollars already in his coffer. Oh yeah. And so, and so, but you're right on these other parts. <laughs> you know, there's so many communists in the like Biden, and their brain has seemed to disappeared. No common sense is left in the Democrat Party. 
they're just pushing such a radical agenda. You know, you're right. When it comes to liberal Senator John Tester, he's already got $3 million in the bank. And, you know, my concern is that the Republicans are going to raise a lot of money. And then they're going to use the money fighting each other, and then whoever comes out of a of a of a bitter primary, then is is weakened. And it, when it comes to the general election, because you know our primary election is in June, so we I know. so if so if it's a bitter a GOP primary to take on Tester, then okay, so the ballots start getting shipped out what in the mail by the end of august the first part of september or i'm sorry late september early october okay so you you've got a short few months to to put the focus on john out. tester yeah so if they spend all their money attacking each other instead of attacking this liberal senator who's been a train wreck facing this country uh, it's it could it it could be bad news <clears throat> yes that's right and that's what's happened too often and then we get so many bad people in and so many rhinos, you know, that betray the country. They think they're doing good, I think, sometimes, but they aren't. They're just... Yeah, no, good point. Francis, thanks for the call. Look at Wyoming. Look at the state of Wyoming right now. Okay, Wyoming is... Look, if, if you're going to run for office, if you want to win any significant office, you have to run as a Republican. Well, they've got, what is it, a Speaker of the House? We played a clip from Fox News yesterday where the Speaker of the House there is blocking the conservative agenda. And so you, you've still got some of these Liz Cheney-type folks that that are holding these, these positions, and they're blocking the conservative agenda, not advancing it. Well, you got to give these uh, these uh, Democrats here in Montana a break, Aaron. You know, because it's not you know you know like they say a pregnant woman is eating for two. Well, so, you know, and I know that applies to Tester in a bunch of ways. But he, <laughs> how he re- what he really needs all that money for is he's eating for two because he's got to support the Libertarian candidate as well, which they'll make sure and get up on the ballot to try to siphon votes away from the Republicans. Very very good point. Yeah, they will prop up. A libertarian candidate to do just that to take away votes from a Republican, and then if a Green Party candidate tries to get on the ballot, the Democrats will find a liberal judge to throw out signatures to not yep. allow a Green Party candidate on the ballot. Uh, I do think Tester's time is up, though. I, I think I think a lot of people are finally seeing through his phony moderate shtick. Uh, I, I I hope anyway, but I may be just uh, too optimistic there. Uh, let's see. We got uh, oh, you were talking about uh, uh, Lex li- uh, lipstick Lex Luther is uh, the the term that the mighty human Z uses for uh, for Sam Britton. Uh, let's see. We got the mighty human Z now with us on the phone lines. Uh, what's going on there, uh, Z? Good morning, gentlemen. I'm not doing good. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. I I, I tell you, now that we know the origins of COVID, it's no longer fun calling it the Kung Flu. And I can no longer say St. Anthony of Wuhan. I mean, it's like I can't get put in Twitter jail for nothing, you know? So I'm hoping they send over balloons. And I finally feel comfortable doing my David Lopan Chinese accent. They take all my fun away. <laughs> yeah, I, that was a, there was this montage that I pulled up from our archives too. Yeah, thanks Z for the phone call. Uh, there was this montage where, you know, the liberal reporter was like, "Well, well, President Trump, you're you're calling it the China flu. That's racist." He's like, "It's not racist. It came from China." And they were like, "No, it didn't. That's an unfounded conspiracy theory." And, oh, comma. I mean. And then the, the thing I love, too, about this was a uh, – oh, when was this? This was from 
When was it? Oh, May 27th, 2021. Let me actually play a little portion of this here uh, for you. The best evidence suggests that the kind of bat from which this virus jumped to humans wasn't even present there. But you know the worst of all, whether it came from the lab or came from the bats, or came, it all came from China. Because we don't know where the novel coronavirus came from yet, the conspiracy theories fill the void. I'm telling you, the Chi-Coms are trying to weaponize this thing. Here's Conservative talk show host Rush Limbaugh with zero proof suggesting a Chinese bioweapon lab is to blame. There's this question about the Wuhan lab. We know that it's been debunked. Those same agencies now have been tapped with investigating one of Trump world's most favorite conspiracies. Uh, any, anyway, we're, we're just sitting here shaking our heads at the fake news media. Uh, rinse, repeat. Rinse, repeat. But isn't it great to hear the great Rush Limbaugh there? I, I read his book, See, I Told You yep. So, when I was a junior high school kid. This is another See, I Told You So moment from Rush Limbaugh before he passed away. Well, two years ago, their their own man, their own idol, um, John Stewart, a far left guy, he went on Colbert's show and just roasted this whole idea. He was like, "Are you kidding me? Of course it came from the lab. It's like being in Hershey, Pennsylvania, and and wandering around going, where is the smell of all that chocolatey goodness come from? <laughs> it must be from when a squirrel made it with a pig. You know what I mean? And Get Colbert me? was pissed. Oh, he was. Yeah, Colbert couldn't handle handle it because Colbert is has been had been pushing this fake news mm-hmm. propaganda the whole time and and there he is and, and really Colbert would not have been sitting in, in the chair that he was sitting in does he still sit in that chair by the way who knows he does a late night show he wouldn't have yeah gutfeld's kicking his butt either way but Stephen Colbert wouldn't even have that seat if it wasn't for John Stewart but you could tell Colbert thought he had finally grown to be greater than Jon Stewart. And Jon Stewart just rubbed his nose in the very mess that he helped create. How could you? I saw one of the uh, the big Twitter guys did a montage of exactly the, the recordings that you're playing here this morning. But God, Aaron, it just went on and on and on and on from me. All of these mainstream media from every one of the outlets was just doing this the whole time. Same. Calling Trump racist, saying it came from a bat in this wet market and all. This, uh, it was just it was disgusting yeah and i remember i, I got lectured and, and and he's a nice guy he was the head of uh, montana pbs at the time but i got lectured uh, by him because i was questioning the masks mandates very early on and i shared a, a message from one of our listeners that referred to him as bullocks burkas and i got <laughs> lectured by the head of montana pbs he's a nice guy but but again the, these these folks in the liberal media just push the agenda and push the narrative instead of do their job as journalists, which is to question uh, the narrative and question everything. Let's go into the phone lines once again. Travis in Kalispell, listening to KJJR. What's going on, Travis? How are you doing? Um, what I wanted to talk about is I heard on the news this morning that uh, Fox News is being uh, sued for one point something billion dollars uh, for a false narrative about the election. Why don't they sue CNN and that for Hillary Clinton making the same false narrative about her uh, election was stolen with Russian collusion? I don't hear anything about that. Isn't it richly ironic? Yeah, the the Drudge Report, which is turned left, their their front page, top of the fold, has nothing to do with the DOE report on COVID-19. It's all about Fox News. Yeah, of all the lies, of all the fake news narratives that were that were spun by the entirety of the liberal mob media, and yet they want to 
try to make a mountain out of a molehill about Fox News and election integrity coverage? It's all about, it's all about the publicity to get that story out there. They know it's going to get tossed. They know, you know, it's completely funded by these, you know, left wing packs that funnel the money to these uh, law firms that file the laws. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. All right, hey, uh, Travis and Kalispell, if you got more to share, stand by. We'll come back to you uh, right after the break, since we had to uh, cut it a little short there. Hey, if you're heading to the Home Improvement Show, you can register to win two pints of beer to Thirsty Street Brewing, compliments of Newman Restoration, and two $5 gift cards to the Montana Melt Food Truck, compliments of Montana Melt. You'll also be registered for the grand prize drawing for an interior-exterior window cleaning plus bonus dryer vent cleaning, courtesy of Alpine Window Clean. Register by sending us a message on the Montana Talks app. Send us a message for your chance to win. Follow in this man's baby steps, and you too can give your debt-free scream. Dave Ramsey, each weeknight starting at 9 on News Talk 103.3 and AM 970. This is where Montana talks. You're listening to Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, we got lots of callers on the line, so I'll just do a a quick throwback clip here. This is from uh, this is from June of uh, June first, twenty twenty one. So about a year and a half ago. But uh, for those of you who are listening, even in the spring of twenty twenty, we were pointing the finger at the communist Chinese and the Wuhan lab in China. It was the obvious question to raise uh, to anybody with common sense, right? Uh, but anyway, uh, June of uh, June first of twenty twenty one, we uh, John and I were talking about how oh now we know why Fauci was so dis dismissive of the uh, China COVID lab leak theory because Dr. Fauci, as Dr. Rand Paul pointed out, the Kentucky senator, had been funding the Wuhan Institute of Virology, signed off on gain-of-function research as well. And uh, and then here's here's a portion of our conversation from back in, in June of 2021. Particularly when it goes against Trump. Well, and then what about, and, and I think this ties in with John Cena here too, so, okay, what was the media's motive? here well a they didn't want to feed into donald trump's narrative which was okay china's china is to blame not just for covid19 but china is to blame when when we talk about the the you know the fact that we've been taxing companies out of america who benefits qui bono china has benefited from us taxing companies out of america uh you know, Donald Trump was taking it to when it comes to our farm products. He was taking the fight to China. He was taking the fight to China on technology. One of the companies that's lining a bunch of pockets in Washington, D.C., Huawei, the Chinese telecom firm. You know, Donald Trump was taking the fight to them on a number of fronts. And so and so, yeah, they didn't want to feed into his narrative. If if they would have any way suggested that Donald Trump was right about the bigger fight, about the bigger narrative, then they felt it was game over. So they had to undercut this theory with everything they possibly had. They 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 really had to had to try to shout people down for even suggesting this, right? Oh yeah. And once again, all that bribe money going to all the people that are in their social circles, if that if that had been allowed to succeed, maybe their bribe money dries up. So I mean they don't they don't want to cut off that spigot. All right. And uh, yeah, of course even since that point 
you know, there's documented ties why NBC Universal goes soft on the communist Chinese. Well, they want them as customers. They want the billions of people in China to be their customers. So they have to kiss the ring of Xi Jinping. Well, here, that's almost two years ago right there, Aaron. And that, I tell you, that right there is a great example of why everyone out there should be listening to talk radio. Because, you know what, take just all of our stuff for the last two years. Take all of it. Put it up against anyone in the Montana media, anyone in the mainstream media, and let's see who was right. Yeah. Who's point. it going to be? That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Very good point. Yeah, that's why I wish I, I wish I had the time to put together a whole bunch of archive footage, a whole bunch of I, – I wish I, yeah, it would be nice to just go through Twitter from the spring of 20 and then on through the last three years and just say, okay, who was right? Who yep. I, You know, a side-by-side chart looking at all of it. Uh, let's go next into the phone lines. We've got Willie in Paradise Valley uh, listening to KPRK. Willie, thanks for the call. Yeah, good morning, guys. Uh, I just wanted to put a spin on uh, the vaccine and all that, too. What's disheartening is to turn the boob tube on at night or something to watch TV and all these commercials that our tax dollars are paying for, and even here in Montana, to get the vaccine, get the vaccine, wear your mask and stuff, and why they're still pushing this narrative that they has been proven wrong and everything, and even poor old Dan Bongino with his cancer about that he went through he went and got the shot just because he thought he should but now he's just you know wishing every day that he hadn't have done it and he admits it but these people will not admit that that they got conned into this and you still go to the grocery store or anywhere else around people are wearing them having little kids wear the mask and then telling you to get the shot get the shot and it's just bad that our tax dollars are still pushing the, the narrative yeah, you know, it's and, and how much money just in Montana alone was wasted uh, when Bullock was governor was wasted on the mask up Montana campaign. They were wasting our own taxpayer dollars to tell us to wear these stupid masks. And now and more and more reporting coming out that it was such a waste doesn't work. And yet our healthcare workers, our VA, uh, our veterans are still forced to wear these things when they show up at the VA. The scam continues, John. And you know, it, it's it's the microphone. What they do as the mainstream media is they're, they're like the guy at the town hall that's up on the stage with the microphone and you're down in the, in the crowd trying to say something, but you can't break over the sound that they make. No one hears you. They hear the guy with the microphone. That's why they just keep repeating all these lies also because their base is stupid enough to buy it and they do it uh they do it with a host of topics tax policy is one where they've done it for a number of years as the great rush limbaugh was so great at documenting the media would always say well if you cut taxes you're going to cut revenue but then miraculously every time we cut taxes we increased revenue because it expanded our economy but yet they would still trot out the same phony arguments against republican tax cut proposals they're doing the same garbage with the radical transgender in a debate in Helena right now. We, we've got the, the data in the research that shows that suicides go up after they perform these transgender uh, uh, surgeries on kids. That's what Europe has experienced already, which is why Europe is turning away from it. And yet the Democrats in Helena want to double down on it. Well, and Rush Limbaugh has said that 20 years ago, and you learned that on Twitter, if you're on Twitter long enough, is these people cannot be reasoned with. They cannot be debated and brought over to your side. They must simply be defeated. 
Yeah, because they don't care. It, no matter how many times you can show them, hey, did you know this was wrong? Hey, look at what yep. the facts came out. They don't care. Nope. Because they are simply trying to win the game. They want to transform America into something else. They're in it to win it. Uh, they're not in it for the truth. Nope. Uh, that's obvious at this point. Uh, Jim in Great Falls, listening to KINX. Jim, thanks for the call. What's on your mind? Uh, well, on your same subject, there are YouTube channel Off Grid with Doug and Stacy, and they show Benjamin Netanyahu talking about how they digitize medical records, and then talks about how little old Israel was the first one to jump in on their tracing what the effects were if you had blood pressure problems or cancer or whatever. So if you took the shot, then they are able to track what is happening to you and your health. So this argument and talking points again so sick of whether it came from there or not. It really doesn't matter where it came from. It's the elite that put it out there, as Ted Turner said 30 years ago, we got to depopulate the planet. They're using us as guinea pigs. Watch that and Benjamin Netanyahu admit to the whole thing is scary. You were going to say something, too. You told our producer, Travis, about uh, yeah. Yeah, yelling, is, yelling in Ukraine. Yeah. Why is whispering yelling sneaking over there as they state and the air raid sirens were going off as Janet Yellen goes in. Why did we just waste how many more taxpayer dollars to fly over there to pollute the air? What in the world is she going to accomplish over there? It is an unbelievable, ridiculous, meme eye as they have all this crap going on while we sit here and do talking points and yeah. people make money off of watches and lights. Yeah, good point. Yeah, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen made the trip to Ukraine. Why is Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen going to Ukraine? I mean, uh, give me a break. Well, you know, Ukraine is so dangerous, Aaron. It's such an active war zone that celebrities and politicians have had to reduce their visits to once a day. It's, it's really becoming a pain. I saw you uh, tweet about that yesterday on Twitter. <laughs> Although I was going to, you know, even in Iraq and Afghanistan, you know, you'd get the dog and pony shows too. Not necessarily out, out in the sticks at you know, wilderness where we were at, but uh, but you know, if you were near Ruby Tuesdays in Kandahar, you'd get a, a few more dog and pony shows. You know who I had to guard. You know who I had to do guard duty for when uh -oh. she did a freaking codel over there for was Nancy Pelosi. No way. Oh yeah, she comes screaming in from the airport. Is in the embassy for I get I get an hour and a half. Uh -huh. And boom, right back to the airport. Gone. See ya. I was in Afghanistan. I've been to the war zone. Did she? Did she pin a uh, bronze star with valor on her own chest after the uh, after the uh, hour and a half long trip? You know. Oh, dude, you would have thought it was a president coming in there with all the vehicles and all the security. Oh man, and it pulls all these guys off the line that are yep. actually supposed to be in the fight. And uh, yeah, but and you know, as much as I joke about about Kandahar and the Ruby Tuesdays, Kandahar was still very much in the fight. It just had a larger base presence. Uh, 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 there with, with more of those facilities. But uh, uh, let's see. Next up on the phone lines, let's go to Robert in Billings. Robert, what's going on? Every time I call in, you know, I get off the track. So I have a question for you. But first, I want to go with this COVID shot. I'm a stage four colon cancer survivor. Uh, diagnosed when I was 51. I went through nine months of chemo. Terrible experience. Poked and plotted. And I vowed that I'd never, ever get stuck again, and I, and I didn't. And my wife noticed the other day, she was watching Bongino, and she goes, geez, he looks like he's getting even more sickly than he was. And I'm not going to believe it, his cancer, but that is 100% curable. 
Um, mine, on the other hand, wasn't so much. My diagnosis was, man, uh, you got about five years. Well, I am now 61, so I'm a 10-year survivor. Wow. I am cancer. I am cancer-free. Well, that's and, that's and great I, to hear. Yeah. yeah, that's great to hear. Hold hold that thought if you can. We got a hard break here in about ten seconds, Robert. Uh, yeah, uh, stand by. We'll come back right after this, uh, and then just a few minutes left, and then a big guest in the nine o'clock hour as well. Waking up on the right side. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. Four separate instances where evidence was emerging before our very eyes that not only did our government know about it, but your taxpayer dollars was partly responsible for funding what happened here. Now, we had the original flurry of emails in early January of 2020 between uh, Fauci and, and high-ranking NIH officials, you know, because they knew damn well the EcoHealth Alliance uh, was getting money from the NIH, and they were giving some of that money to the Wuhan Virology Lab. Everybody knew the Wuhan Virology Lab was involved in gain-of-function research and coronavirus research. So it made sense, but then, you know, you had people like Fauci and others saying, oh, no, no, it's it's not that at all. From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's the Sean Hannity Show. War, inflation, and over $31 trillion in debt. It's looking like 2008 all over again. Millions of Americans watched their retirement savings disappear, while those who invested in physical gold and silver were protected. And if you have $50,000 or more in your IRA, 401k, or savings, you could be at risk again. Right now, thousands of Americans are using an IRS loophole to add physical gold and silver to their retirement savings. So call 855-815-GOLD to get a free gold IRA kit and learn how thousands are protecting their retirement savings with gold and silver. Protect your savings and... And as a Sean Hannity fan, you could get up to $10,000 in free silver to do it. GoldCo has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, thousands of customer reviews, and they've helped place over $1 billion in precious metals. We could be looking at a recession worse than 2008. So don't wait. Call GoldCo today. Call 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. This is the Montana Economic Minute. Laws and regulations affect behavior. Just look at the number of cars that drive close to the speed limit. And when it comes to labor laws, one of the ones that employers pay the most attention to is called the Fair Labor and Standards Act. Passed in 1938, among other things, it discourages working the workforce too hard and encourages hiring of more workers by mandating overtime pay when employees work more than 40 hours in a week. But managerial workers are exempt from the requirement, which leads to an important question. What exactly is a managerial employee? It's a little complicated, but it comes down to this. It's a salary job with managerial tasks, making more than a certain dollar threshold. The evidence from recent research didn't surprise no one. It shows that employers have been quite adept at getting non-managerial jobs classified as managerial through inflated job titles and salaries that just exceed the dollar. MT.com. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest. Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide. 
This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, we got a great guest and a very interesting topic coming up here in the 9 o'clock hour as well. Patrick Wood is the next headliner for the Big Sky Worldview Forum. He will be in Montana uh, this weekend, uh, March 3rd through 4th. Uh, he's a leading and critical expert on sustainable development, the green economy, Agenda 2030, uh, and historic technocracy from technocracy to transhumanism. Uh, that's what he's going to be talking about here in just a few minutes with us. Uh, let's see, Robert and Billings, you wanted to say something uh, quickly about uh, liberal Senator John Tester as well. No, I had, I had a question, Aaron. I wanted to know, if you're being reelected, why does it matter how much money you have in your coffer if you, you sucked at your job? See, right now, uh, why, I wouldn't care if he had a billion dollars in there. How can Montanans reelect him? Yeah. Why does it matter how much money you have? I because then he, has, then he has the money to convince people that he did a good job when, when he hasn't uh, done a good job. Uh, yeah, no, great, great point, though. Uh, I, I get exactly where you're coming from. Next up, let's go to uh, Skip in Hamilton. Skip, did you have a quick question or comment? Uh, yes, I just wanted to report to you, Aaron. Yesterday I talked to you about Bill House Bill 527. It did pass through committee 7 to 6. Uh, I was I was personally, uh, that may be sad, uh, I, you probably at this point know more about it and, and have some even personal cares about it. Uh, this week, because they push things so fast, because uh, for a bill to survive this week it has to either – I believe, pass either through the Senate or through the House so it can go into the after the break. Yeah. I think that's how it works. So but this is the... I'm, 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 so you're, I'm yeah, so does, you, you are not happy that the, the committee passed this. It was a very split vote. But, yeah, this was, uh, John, I don't know if you're tracking the bill that Skip called in about yesterday. It's called the uh, Defend the Guard Act. Uh, it's basically trying to tie the governor and the adjutant general's hands to say, hey, you can't deploy troops uh, unless these certain conditions are met. But the way guys like Roger Hagan, who represents the Enlisted National Guard Association, they say they call it the defund the guard act. They say that if they push, if the legislature pushes forward with this, we could lose our uh, firefighting helicopter capabilities and more. But the libertarians are strongly backing it. Yeah, you've seen that abused a little bit, you know, with with the stuff at January 6th, how that, you know, they are abused. You know, they, they end up sending the guard on the guard like they're the, the nation's police. And, you know, it, it, you see the abuses, but I haven't followed that bill. So I don't know exactly what. Yeah. It yeah. Yeah. I, I get where people are coming from. And, you know, you know, they, they, they don't like uh, how our own country isn't being defended and how, you know, same same co you know, complaints that you and I have had and many of our listeners have had. But I, it just seems like the, the wrong approach based on what I've, I've seen and read so far. Uh, sheriffs first. I know we only got about a minute or so to go here uh, as a retired federal law enforcement officer, you do not like it, I take it, the Sheriff's First legislation that's being eyed as well. No, and what it's all about is it supposedly, it, it, it pretends to give sheriffs in Montana the ability to tell federal agents they can't come into their county without checking in with them. When you know, No one is more critical of federal agents right now than I am, trust me, particularly the FBI, but this is bad for Montana, it's bad for, for Montana communities. Well, first of all, it's unconstitutional. It won't pass even the first 
first court test because of the supremacy clause right there in the Constitution. And second, it's going to cause Montana communities not to get properly served by their own federal agencies who are the only ones capable of taking these career criminal scumbags out and putting them away for real time. In principle, though, conceptually, I think a lot of us like the concept of it because like, like, for example, when the Canadians uh, were in Great Falls at the gun show and they didn't coordinate with the local sheriff and local law enforcement, I like the way the sheriff said, hey, get the heck out of here because you could have had a, you know, a friendly-on-friendly situation there. But he was able to tell the Canadians to leave. He can't tell the ATF to leave. But they did. But they yeah. did. Because <laughs> they, they, they knew they screwed up there. Yeah. All right, John Jackson, always a pleasure. Always Thank good you. to see you.